0: Hello, I'm Kathy Zaka, and I'm your host today for Pure Truth. I want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. The title of today's episode is Things Are Shifting. And the scripture for today is from James chapter one, verses one through 27. It's actually the whole chapter. Here we go. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations. Greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work ought to take pride in their high position. But the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wildflower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. who does not change like shifting shadows, he chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you, Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Wow. All right, I know that was long, but it's relevant to what we are experiencing right now in many ways. I think we can all agree that we are facing trials of many kinds and have tested our faith tremendously, right? Even though trials are not fun, God uses them to make us stronger. He uses them to give us wisdom. They mature us in ways that we may never completely understand. It strengthens our faith, and it helps us to stand strong when the next storm comes. Verse 12 says, The ones who in our trials are blessed, meaning we stood the test. We passed. And because we stood the test, we will be blessed. We are to get rid of all moral filth and evil that is prevalent. And that is what we are currently working on. It's the shift from realizing we messed up and are now turning away from evil and looking to Jesus, our Savior. Last week, I did an episode about pivoting. We are pivoting away from evil and turning towards Jesus, who will help shift our thoughts and actions in monumental ways. And it will lead us to massive changes and a mighty victory. We are to do what God's word says. And when we do what his word says, we will be blessed in all that we put our hands to. And because we have pivoted and turned towards God, he is teaching us, training us, showing us new ways of doing things. And now we are beginning to not only feel the shift, but soon we will be able to see the shift. So what does that word shift mean? Well, the definition is move or cause to move from one place to another. A divine shift has a similar meaning. It is a supernatural move from one place to another, a slight change of position or direction, the supernatural act of putting one thing in the place of another, or changing the place of a person or thing. And I'll place the link for that information in the notes section of this episode. So a divine shift will cause a supernatural advancement and or upgrade in your spiritual mental, emotional, physical, financial, career, character, and conduct status. This means that we have to be in sync with God. We have to shift with Him. We need to be close to our Father to discern what He is doing and move when He moves. In this new era that we have entered, God has chosen to restore major truths, ministries, and spiritual experiences that have not been active since the early years of the church. And He has chosen this generation to do it. And that is something to get excited about. In order to know what God's doing, we need to spend intimate time with Him. I talk about that all the time. We need to seek His wisdom and revelation in these very crucial days that we are in. We need to come up higher so we can leave the noise behind and get fresh revelation from our Creator. We need to shift with Him because things are already shifting and we don't want to get left behind. I just mentioned that last week I talked about a pivoting point. Many people have made the choice to pivot in the opposite direction of evil and discover that Jesus is waiting with his arms wide open. We will see and hear many more people doing this in the days ahead. Oh, I'm excited about that. And once you run into his open arms, he will then guide you and you will begin to feel the shift within you. Do you feel restless? Like something is stirring inside of you, but you're not really sure what it is? Or maybe you feel like God's prompting you to take a new path, but you don't know how to start. You don't know where it will lead, and maybe you're even scared. It's this feeling that you know you're called to do something. Some of you may already know exactly what that is, while others may not have a clue. But no matter what, you feel this shift within you. Listen to it. Seek it. Question it. Follow it. If you've chosen to follow Christ then it's Him calling you to seek Him more intimately. Follow His leading. Pray, and keep praying until you have His peace, and He will guide your every step. The reality is, things are shifting at a rapid pace. God is moving, and we must stay close to Him so we don't miss anything that He's doing, so we don't miss the call He has for each one of us to help defeat the enemy. I've heard many prophets speaking recently about Jesus asking for us to come up higher and spend time with Him. We absolutely need to do this to get current information and revelation about the things going on in our world. And I want to share a word from one of our hosts, Laura Potter. God has been speaking to her recently about the importance of staying close to Him. And the title of this word is, Make Time With Me Your First Choice. The Lord said, Come closer and hear what my heart has to say regarding the ways of Yahweh. Every man, woman, and child must hear my words being spoken to them. Turn your ears in my direction and listen to my words of love being spoken to you. Come before me with praise and thanksgiving and let your hearts be light and full of praise because of what you see me doing on your behalf. A fraction of your time is given to me in a place set apart for intimacy. I desire more from you and it requires a continuous connection to me. Remain steady and strong in me by staying connected to your one and only love. I am your resource from heaven, and no one can take that away from you. You are continuously connected to me, and my flow is continuing to move through you all throughout the day. Do not be surprised when you hear my voice speaking to you, sharing things with you throughout the day. Get used to hearing my voice guiding and leading you. Get used to leaning on me for all your answers. I am the peace that has been missing from your life, that gives you solid confidence as you go about your day. My word is my bond, and you can count on what I'm telling you. Never doubt that my word is true. Present yourself as an offering to me in your quiet time. Lay yourself before me and allow me to see into your heart. I know you inside and out, but you must willingly open up yourself to me. Why are you so anxious, fearful, and disturbed by the notion of being transparent and open before me? What do you think you are hiding from me? Can a child hide from its parent who knows exactly where he is? You cannot hide anything from me, for I see everything residing within your heart. Take the time that is needed to come clean before me. Take the necessary time to allow a thorough cleaning. The mistakes of your past laid before me are washed clean by my blood. Nothing can remain hidden when my truth exposes it. See to it that you confess all before me and leave nothing behind. The weight of your sin weighs you down, leaving your heart to feel bogged down. Once you confess it and give it to me, a wind of my spirit will wash over you, leaving you to feel free and able to move forward once again. Taking the necessary time to be rid of all unrighteousness draws you closer to me and leaves no hindrances to your hearing my voice. Hearing me clearly is necessary for navigating through this life. Living by the advice of men will lead you down a darkened path. Come to me for cleansing And ask me to speak to you clearly. Your action to come clean with me is the first step to hearing me. Your effort to lay your life before me allows my spirit to work through you. Many of you have heard my voice, but you have not recognized me. The more time you spend alone with me, the more you will recognize my voice. Do not hesitate to hear my voice and make time with me your first choice. Isn't that good? We need to spend time with God and get to know His voice. He knows what's best for each one of us. And Laura has a scripture to go with her word from the Lord. It's Psalms 51 verses 7 through 12. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Thank you, Laura, for your obedience in listening to what the Lord has to say and sharing it with others. So many prophets are hearing the same thing from the Lord in this season. And that is to come up higher and spend time with him. Seek his face. He has wisdom and revelation that he wants to share with us that we desperately need right now because he can see things that we can't. God knows all that the enemy is doing and we need our Savior to defeat the enemy. And I also want to share part of an article that I found that was written by Lynn Hammond and it's titled, A Great Shift is Taking Place. And here's what Lynn said. Early one morning as I was worshiping God, I got caught up in a dimension of his presence I've never visited before and in that presence I saw many wonderful things and one of them was the manifestation of the great spiritual awakening that we've been praying about for so many years in the past I've seen that awakening in times of prayer and it was always beautiful but this time it was even more so because it was worldwide in places all over the earth I saw God's spirit being poured out we often talk about the second coming of Jesus being close But that morning, I realized his return is even closer than we thought. A great shift is taking place. We've entered a new spiritual season and things are changing fast. From now on, there will be rapid spiritual acceleration and increase. Boy, do I feel that. Lots of supernatural events will be happening and keeping up with them will require us to be more spiritually observant. We'll have to perk up our spiritual ears and listen more attentively for the voice of God, To watch in the Spirit so that we can see what's going on. In other words, to pray effectively in this season, we must do exactly what Jesus told us to do in the days just before His second coming. He instructed us in Luke 21, verse 36, when He spoke of the signs that would accompany the end of the age to stay awake at all times and pray always. He said it again in Mark 13, verse 33 take heed, watch, and pray. We don't want to miss anything God is doing in this season. We want to remain spiritually aware because whenever a major event on God's calendar is about to happen, He always surrounds it with tremendous activity. You can see that by reading in the Bible about Jesus' first coming. It was preceded by many signs and supernatural events, and the closer it got, the more frequent they became. Think about Mary being visited by the angel, and about Joseph seeing an angel in a supernatural dream about the shepherds being visited by an entire angel band as they were watching their flocks by night. Think about Simon being told by the Lord that he wouldn't die until he saw the Messiah. Think about elderly Anna in the temple, fasting, praying, and prophesying day and night about the coming Redeemer. How did Anna know what to pray and prophesy? She was watching in the spirit and observing the signs of the times. That's what we are to be doing. Now, just as in Anna's day, great spiritual activity is taking place. And if we'll watch really closely, we'll detect that activity and discern what God wants us to pray about. We won't be limited to just praying general prayers. We'll pick up on the prayer assignments God is specifically giving us in this vital season. We've entered the spiritual season when, as Ephesians 1.10 says, God is gathering together in one all things in Christ. He's not just bringing the church into unity. He's bringing all things together and weaving them into a single tapestry. He's intertwining his plans for the church, the Jews, and the nations, so they're all bumping into each other and affecting one another, which means we must continually look to the Holy Spirit to find out where to put our knee down in prayer. Mm, That's good. We must especially look to him for guidance in praying for other nations. If we don't, we can tend to focus mostly on our own country and our own local church. That's not what Jesus told us to do. He didn't tell us to be Christians who enjoy being in the kingdom of light and hoard up the anointing for ourselves while forgetting the parts of the world that are still in darkness. No. He said go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. And that's from Mark 16:15. God is a global God, and we're to have a global mindset. We owe the whole world an encounter with him. And that world is running out of time. We can see that by reading the parable in Matthew 13. It describes what will happen at the end of the age, likening the kingdom of heaven to a field that contained both wheat seeds and tare seeds. Verses 26-30 through 30 say, So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared also. And the servants of the master of the house came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have weeds? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. So the servant said to him, Well, then do you want us to go and gather them? And he said, No. Lest in gathering the weeds, you root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, Gather the weeds first, and buy them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Where are we in that parable today? We're in the last verse. We're at the place where the difference between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness has gotten very clear. Where a decade or two ago, everything was kind of gray, And it was hard to tell whether or not certain groups were Christian. Now that's changed. There's a clear separation, which means it's harvest time. Lynn is right. There is now a clear distinction between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. There is no more gray area. It is black or white. And we have now entered an era of harvest. We are going to separate the weeds from the wheat, the light from the dark, the evil from the good. We have shifted from being asleep to now being awake, and we can no longer ignore the encroaching darkness because it will not stop until it has destroyed everything. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. It's harvest time. Right now, it is a time to shift our focus to God's plan to defeat the enemy. So many things are happening in the spirit realm. It is very active we will soon see and experience more of it here in the natural. Isaiah 48 verse 6 says, You have heard, now see all this, and will you not declare it? From this time forth I announce to you new things, hidden things that you have not known. God has been announcing that changes are coming for several years now. We are shifting in ways that won't make sense until all this is over. The shift that is upon all of us right now is part of our awakening. God is turning the defeated and weary into giant killers again. We have become so used to the obstacles, the lies, the losses, and the constant reminder of the giant mountain of evil that is ever before us. But God is raising up Davids in this hour, who will once again take the enemy down. And I also want to share part of another word from an amazing prophet. Her name is Christy Johnston. It is relevant to what I am speaking about today, and I hope it encourages you. I love her and her husband, Nate Johnston. They are both on fire for God and are doing wonderful things to encourage many people all around the world. All right, Christy says, We are birthing a new sound. The new sound of glory is birthing forth within the bride in this very hour. It is an amplifying and viral sound that will catch and spread fast from one to another. Just as Elizabeth's baby leapt in her womb at the sound of Mary, the one who carried Jesus in her womb, so too will His Spirit leap from the ones who carry Him and cause others to become aware of what they carry. Luke 1.44 For behold, when the sound of your greeting reach my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. The Spirit of God is causing wombs to leap in this very moment. Songs will carry far and wide. The apostolic rule of His government is overtaking and possessing what is rightfully His in a rapid and fast movement of His Spirit. The awakening breath of God is stirring up the baby within your womb. It is awakening those who have been asleep. You are at the threshold of delivery. Though all may look dark to you right now, you are about to birth new and unexpected moods of His Spirit through your life. New ministries and movements will come forth from this time of birthing, and I see righteous justice prevailing over longwithstanding injustices like abortion and sex trafficking. This is a unique sound from heaven that is trumpeting forth into the earth, through you and I. Those who are undefiled by the idols of this world, those who have joined themselves to the Lamb, are releasing a new song. Mm, That's good. I believe there is a divine shift taking place in the Spirit that is making way for us as His Bride to step into the mantle of apostolic government completely and fully, but it does remain a choice. And I wanted to lastly highlight the number 414 that I have also been seeing, and it points us to Esther four 414, 414 For if you remain silent at this time relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place but you and your fathers' family will perish and who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this This is a time for the bride of Christ to take her place to stand in the fullness of her God-given authority to give Jesus everything he paid for with our lives God has brought you to the kingdom for this very moment this very hour but you need to release your sound. You need to use your voice. Take action. Take the leap of faith. Pray with perseverance. Unite with your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And let us together watch as the handover of kingdom government is given into our hands to rule and reign with, so that the world might see him in us. Wow, that's so good. And she closes with Romans 12:12. 12, 12. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. That's another powerful, encouraging word about the shift that's taking place. It is here, all around us. We can't escape what's happening. We need to move with God, shift with Him, abide in Him, so we can defeat our enemy. That is only part of the word that she shared. You can read the full word on her website. And again, I'll post a link in the notes section of this episode. You know, for the past few years, things seem to be getting worse instead of better. There didn't seem to be any hope of this nastiness turning around. But I no longer feel that way. I feel the shift. And I know, I know things will turn around. Why? Because God has a remnant. And this remnant has been praying and interceding on behalf of the entire world. We have been fighting sometimes quietly, sometimes loudly. We have been seeking God intimately and faithfully. We have been asking for instruction on how to take back what the enemy has stolen from us. And God is listening, and he's been teaching us. We are learning things that we should have been doing all along. The way our government is currently set up is not how God wants us to do it. His ways are so much better. And after all the lies have been revealed, we will be free in ways that we are just beginning to understand. And we could never have done this on our own. We need God. We need God because he sees all and he knows all things. And I am so thankful that God loves us so fully and completely and that he didn't give up on us, especially after we made such a mess of things. Thank you, Father, for loving us the way you do. And before I close, I want to share a word that the Lord gave me about shifting. This was on February the 6th of 2024. Today, while waiting on the Lord, I saw in the Spirit, Jesus, standing with his arms outstretched, And there were many people looking at him in awe and with so much love in their hearts. I could hear them weeping, some with joy at the sight of their Savior, and others with sadness because of the knowledge that we have made such a mess of things. I noticed that we were standing on sand. This sand was everywhere, as far as I could see. And it began to shift, causing all the people to stir, wondering what was happening. Some feared this shifting, while others began to shout with joy. As the sand shifted, it began to disappear, and solid ground came up all around us. We could feel the vibration beneath our feet as it shifted into solid ground. People began to understand what was happening. Joy filled the atmosphere as they realized that so many people have turned to Jesus. Right? They pivoted. They looked around, realizing how many people were standing with them. People are pivoting turning away from Satan and all the evil that he has been doing. And they're turning towards Jesus, our Savior, causing a great shift to take place. They realize that the enemy is losing. He is unstable, just as Satan is unstable. And we are now shifting to solid ground, a solid foundation, our rock, our Savior, our Father. He is our foundation. He is our solid ground. We are shifting changing, moving away from the enemy, and straight into the arms of Jesus. Finally, the enemy is losing ground. We will see more and more of this as things continue to shift. And I then heard Jesus say, In the days ahead, you will see and hear many things that will cause you to wonder what's happening. And some will ask, Where is God? Has he forsaken us? No, we are here. We have always been here. The shifting is what you are experiencing. The shifting and the sifting are what you will witness. I am removing the enemy's foundation. You will feel the shaking as I am shifting the earth. There is nothing to fear. This is necessary for the victory that's coming. For my children that have pivoted, that have turned their faces towards me, do not be surprised or shocked in the coming days and months. You have placed your faith and trust in me. And I will bring you through the storm. I will protect you and I will pour out my blessings over you. Continue to focus on me. No matter what happens, stay focused on me. I will guide you. I will continue to teach you so you will be ready. For this year, there are many others that will need what I have placed within you. I will need you to guide them to me. Oh, man. Wow. I feel that. Yes. Many will look to you. And as they look to you, they will see your eyes up, focused on me. And I will continue to guide you as things move forward. You are important to me. You are needed. And many will see my peace and my light within you. The shifting has begun. The power is leaving the hands of the enemy. And I am placing it in the hands of the ones that know me intimately those that seek my face, those that have their hearts focused only on me. Do not fear the shifting. Embrace it. The shifting will lead to freedom and victory, and we will celebrate together. We are almost there. Look to me and hold on. Your victory awaits. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. We have so much to look forward to this year. And I know many are asking questions. What is the election going to look like this year? Will it be stolen again? Will the truth finally come out? Will the evil cabal criminals finally be arrested? Will God deliver us from the enemy? We don't know the answers yet, but I know the one who does have all the answers, and that is God, our Father in heaven, and He is shifting us, getting us into position, and preparing us for the victory that's coming We should have answers to many of our questions very soon. But until then, I am staying close to Jesus. And I will continue to seek him with all my heart, listening for his voice to guide me in this coming year. I choose to shift with him. I choose to stay close to him. And I hope you will do the same. All right, guys, it's time to close. And I want you to remember Hosea 4, verse 6. The Lord says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Seek the Lord. Seek his heart and his wisdom. Read his word. Ask God to give you knowledge so you will not be surprised by what's coming. We are going to experience some crazy things in this year. And these things will lead to the changes that God has been preparing us for. The changes that we've been talking about. The Lord's been telling us that changes are coming. Good changes. When you stay close to him, you will feel the shift. You will know when he shifts and the transition will be easy. Choose to shift with him and know that he loves you deeply. And join me next week. The topic will be come up higher. God is inviting us to come up above all the chaos and you will have a much better vantage point from up high. And I'll close with this scripture from Proverbs 1 verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you, Caitlin, for all that you do for us. I appreciate it very much. And I will put the links that I mentioned earlier in the notes section of this episode. Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews that we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you, so please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Laura's website is laurapotter.us, and Susan's website is susanoffen.com. We hope you'll join us next time, and remember, live thirsty. Thank you for listening, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and may His face shine upon you and give you His peace. Until next time, your favorite podcaster, Kathy. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electricast. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices.